In this episode of Pastor Brad Rocks, today I want to talk to you about the reality that Jesus is the rock. You matter to him more than you can even imagine. And if you've trusted him as Lord and Savior, he is working in every single circumstance, even that one you're in right now, for your good. This is an awesome day, man, because I get to share with you the title track from my second album called Rock You Up, and the song itself is called Rock You Up, and that's what we're going to do in this episode, man. We're going to rock you up for Jesus. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Pastor Brad here, your 80s heavy metal head banging, Jesus loving online pastor. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Pastor Brad Rocks podcast. Hey, wherever you happen to be listening to this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. If you're enjoying these podcasts, whatever platform you happen to be on, if you can leave a thumbs up or a comment or share this episode with a friend, that would be awesome to help the audience grow. God bless you, man. Thank you in advance so much for that. And now, Let's move on to the point of today's podcast. Jesus is the rock. He is the cornerstone of the church and the cornerstone of every life that puts their hope and trust and faith in him. You matter to him more than you can imagine, man. See his arms stretched out right now on the cross. Hear his voice saying, I love you this much. And Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 says of every single person that puts their trust in Christ and receives him as Savior and Lord, that on that day he began a good work in you and he will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Here's what the Bible says. First Peter chapter 2 verses 6 through 8. Peter here is quoting Old Testament prophecy about Jesus. And here's what the prophet says. See, I lay a cornerstone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone. And the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. So Jesus is the cornerstone. Now that's kind of old school language for uh, building when you, when they would lay a foundation for a structure. The cornerstone was the main stone that held the whole thing together. All of the church, all of the new covenant, the, the new agreement between God and humanity that, that we can be redeemed through grace. It all is focused on Jesus. He's the object. He's the one. He's the Messiah. He's the one we put our faith in. He's the Lord of the church. He's the head of the church. The church is his body. It's his bride, right? He's the son of God. He's the chosen one. So so we put our faith in him and he's the one who holds all things together. A couple podcasts ago, I talked about how the, everything in creation was spoken into existence through Christ, the word. He is the one that holds it all together, including our lives. We build our lives on his rock and no matter what storms come, man, that rock stands firm. When we believe the gospel, when we receive Christ, then the cornerstone, God's son becomes the cornerstone, the foundation for our lives. And we can weather the storms of life. We can face persecution. We can face difficulty because we have hope. We have strength. We are more than a conqueror. We can do all things through Christ because when we're weak, his strength is made perfect in us, not because of anything other than his goodness and the grace that comes into our lives because of Christ. 
He is our rock. And oh, how he loves you, man. I can't think of a better scripture to illustrate this than John 3.16. For God so loved, and it says the world there, but put your name there. For God so loved Brad that he gave his one and only son, that if Brad would believe in him, would pistua, that's the Greek word there, would surrender his life to Jesus Christ as Lord and as Savior. He would not have to perish. He would not have to experience life in this, this side of eternity or on the other side apart from God, apart from Christ, right? He could have redemption. He could have eternal life. Man, God loves you that much, man. There's an old saying that says, if you had been the only person on earth, God would have sent Christ to die, to shed his blood for you. Now listen, I want to to tell you something that's really super important for you to understand, that when the Bible says God loves you, Sometimes we, we, we just we just get that all mixed up in our head and we, we start thinking about earthly love and we, we don't understand that that doesn't mean that there won't be difficult things that will happen in our life. There will be. Jesus said in this world you will have trouble, period. All right, there's so many passages in the New Testament that say endure hardship as discipline. Count it all joy when you face trials of, of many kinds because we still live in a broken world. We're not in heaven yet, okay? But when it says God loves us, it means that he's with us through those trials. He will be our strength in the midst of those trials. And he will use every one of those trials for ultimate good. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 says, our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory. All right, so so we're called as Christ followers to, to endure suffering in this life with an eternal perspective, knowing that it's all working for the good, moving toward eternal glory. So next time you hit a valley, don't say, okay, why, why is God doing this to me? Does that mean he doesn't love me? No, 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 no. Those are moments you need to get quiet, be still, and know that he is God, and realize that he is with you even in that valley. And begin to fix your heart afresh on eternity, and understand that in the light of eternity, even this, God is working for good. A moment ago, I mentioned Philippians 1.6, that, that when we trusted Christ, God began a good work in us, a good work. What is that good work all about? It's all about making us more and more like our Savior, Jesus. God is working in all things, in all circumstances, Romans 8.28 says, to fulfill his ultimate purpose for every believer's life that we might be conformed into the likeness of our Savior. I can hear Grandma in my head saying this like it was yesterday. Braddy boy, life is just school. We're just learning how to walk with God and love Him and trust Him and and obey Him in this life. And, And He's just making us ready for graduation day. Death is graduation day. God's just working in every circumstance of our life to make us like our Savior, to make us fit citizens for the kingdom of heaven. Of course, you'll notice in Philippians 6, it ends by saying he's going to carry that good work on till the day of Christ Jesus. Well, the day of Christ Jesus is the day of his return. And the Bible says that there will be some left and there will be those who have died and gone before us. But when Christ comes, the dead in Christ will rise. And those who are left, those who are alive at the moment, will be caught up with them and we'll all meet him in the air. What a glorious day that will be. And the Bible says that in that moment, we'll be changed in the twinkling of an eye. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, man, check it out. So, God's working in every moment of our life right now to build character, Christ-like character into our lives. But on that day, when Christ returns, any work that is left undone will be taken care of 
in the twinkling of an eye. So don't worry, brother or sister, if you don't reach perfection before you leave this world, God's got a plan for that. He's going to take care of that. So Jesus is our rock, man. In him, we have hope. In him, we are unshakable. We can do all things through Christ, who is our strength. He is the rock upon which our life is built. And he loves you so much. He loves you right where you are, but always remember that he loves you way too much to leave you where you are. So he's going to use the ups and downs and the hardships and, and the blessings and the struggles of life to get your attention, to call you, to fix your eyes freshly every single day on him and allow him to, to do that good work in your life, to call you from where you are, and he loves you where you are, but to call you higher in Jesus, to become more and more like him, more surrendered, more uh, with your hands open before God saying, everything I have is yours. Thank you for the blessings that I have, but they're all yours. I realize that, God, I don't, I'm not an owner of anything. I'm a steward of all that I have. You are the source of my life. And all I want to do is live my life so, so that I manage everything you've brought into my life, my time, my talents, my treasures, my opportunities, my relationships, everything I have, so that I steward that in a way that at the end I'll hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. That's Christ-likeness. The song, Rock You Up, the lyrics to that chorus where, where I sing over and again, over again, rock you up. I'm simply saying I want to use rock music to encourage and exhort and edify you and help you to become more of who God created you to be through Christ Jesus. I want to help you stand firm and confidently in the knowledge that Jesus is your rock, the cornerstone of your life. I want to remind you and encourage you and help you to always wake up and, and, and go through every day knowing that you are loved this much. And if you could see me, my arms are stretched out, right? Jesus on the cross, you are loved that much and that he is with you every moment and every second of every day. If you've received him as Savior and Lord, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will never leave you hanging. It might feel like you're going through fire sometimes. Oh, I know I've been there. But in the, even in those moments, put it against the backdrop of eternity and realize that even those light and momentary troubles, God is working in all of them to achieve an eternal glory that far outweighs them all, man. And that's the whole point. I don't want to rock you down. I don't want to rock you toward things of earth. I want to rock you up. I want to encourage you to set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, right? To fix your eyes afresh on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross. That means he set his eyes on eternity, on eternal things. He said, okay, the cross is going to be horrible, but I'm not focused on the cross. I'm focused on what's beyond the cross because I know that the cross is going to achieve eternal glory for all those who will put their hope and trust and faith in me as savior on the other side of it. And that's how we're called to live our lives, man. We're saying, okay, what I'm dealing with right now might really be hard, but on the other side, I'm going to keep my eyes fixed on the glory on the other side because I know it's coming and it's all going to be worth it, man. And what's really cool about all of that is that when we do that, we find a lot of joy and a lot of even happiness in the steps along that journey, even this side of heaven. So here it is, man, an 80s metal anthem of hope and encouragement and a reminder that Jesus is our rock, that he loves you and that he wants to rock you up. He wants to grow you up in Jesus, man. Here it is. Rock you up.
Hey, man, thanks so much for hanging out with me on this podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it, and I hope it totally rocked you up for Jesus. As we wrap things up here, let me quickly say, if you dig what I'm doing, man, and you're blessed by the music, the podcast, the teaching videos, etc., and you want to support this ministry, this mission to reach classic metalheads for Jesus, I want to invite you to head over to my Patreon page and learn how you're just couple dollars a month will make a huge difference in this ministry. And also about some amazing exclusive benefits that you'll receive in exchange for your support. The link to my Patreon page will be at the very top of the show notes. So head over there, check it out, learn about it, pray about it. And whatever you decide, man, God bless you. And thanks for being part of the Pastor Brad Rocks family, man. Remember to like, share, subscribe, leave comments, all those things that helps the show to grow. Really appreciate it. Stop by PastorBradRocks.net sometime. Over there, you can learn all about the ministry of the music. It's some free uh, music downloads, all kind of cool stuff. Also, if you're interested in following Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, best decision you'll ever, ever, ever make, promise bar none. You can learn about that over at PastorBradRocks.net as well, or leave a comment here. I'll get back with you. Shoot me an email at PastorBrad at AOL.com. Yes, I still use AOL. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with me, man. Until next time, keep your eyes on Jesus. God bless you. Pastor Brad, out.